He was the featured speaker. Let's just say. <laughs> I don't know. You were pretty close. He spoke to the audience yeah. for over an hour and yeah, a half. Yeah, about an hour and a half. And I yeah. felt like it went for half an about, hour. Yeah, like, yeah. it was so incredible. Yeah, that's Marcus, right? That's, yeah. that's his yeah, gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, it was amazing. After him, Linda, you are the close second. We don't need to go down nah, this you route. Are. You definitely you know are. I don't enjoy this conversation. <laughs> no, no, you definitely are. Um, and I have no doubt in saying that because you just, yeah, you just captivated everyone. And it was a different, and it was a different type of energy. Our reflections from the They Ask You Answer Summit. Welcome to the Marketing Mentors Podcast brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. I am Tasha, joined by, of course, the one and only Linda. And if you didn't guess it, we are going to reflect today on the They Ask You Answer Summit, which was last Tuesday. So, um, you know, very recent. Don't know when this one's going out, but you might remember our last episode, if you've been listening, um, Linda and I actually prepared, well, we spoke about preparing for a keynote. Mm. And then last Tuesday we went and did that keynote and it was um, better, way better than what I expected, Linda, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. It was really nice to see the things that we spoke about on that podcast as well come to life last Tuesday. It. Yeah, It's been so long in the making, this summit yeah. and preparing for these keynotes that we delivered. And yeah, it was just so incredible to be able to get to the day. Finally, Mm -hmm. we said it was like a wedding. Like, I mean, I'm not married, so I wouldn't know you're married. (laughs) My wedding was not like that. (laughs) (laughs) We're the wrong people to share this analogy, but it just, there was such a build up to the day. Yeah. Yeah. So much hype lead up to it. So much prep. Um, Yeah. Preparing for the keynotes, even though they're topics, like for me, my topic was something that I do day in and day out, Yeah. but I don't ever have to speak to a 200 audience about it do you know what I mean it was the first time actually if I reflect on my speaking journey over the years it's the first time I've ever spoken that long to that big of an audience I've performed in front of audiences that size before but I'm talking singing dancing acting but not actually speaking professionally. And the hugs were always more intimate. Yeah, right? they were never yeah. more than like 80 to 90 people. Yeah. And they, they were in like smaller rooms and like, um, you know, we could say lower stakes, right? So they were just, they were more like um, fellow HubSpot users, yeah. less like potential clients, not our clients. Like the I feel like the stakes were so high or maybe we, we made them so high for ourselves last week. You know, mm. we had our US partners who are, you know, we, we adore them. And like Marcus was there, who is an incredible speaker. Yeah. Like we spoke about him a lot in the last episode. So mm. if you can't really, like you don't pick that up, like we obviously hold this man to a very high regard and, you know, we want to impress him. We want to do well, you know, for him, with him on the same bloody like stage as him. Yeah. Our clients were there. You know, we had family and like I had most of my family there. Love that, um, yeah. Our partners were there. Our friends were there. Like there's so many, our colleagues. Yeah. Our boss. Our- but you know what was so awesome to see as well? A lot of unfamiliar faces. Yeah. Like yeah. I was really, really glad to see that and kind of shocked because I didn't know what the waiting would be yep. of who would be coming and whether yeah. it would be mostly clients. But there were a lot of unfamiliar I faces. S- that I want to say there. it was like 60-40. I reckon it was a good forty percent unfamiliar for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's people there that I was walking up to, and like you'd recognize names because you'd seen them on on lists and stuff, but they weren't clients. Yeah, but somehow they either knew about they ask you answer or they got one of our incredible ads that was remarketed to them. Yeah, with one of our faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yours or Mopey's. Never got around <laughs> to those ones. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was a beautiful event, better than what I imagined. Yeah, uh, I don't know what I had imagined, but it's yeah, I can't even. I feel like I can't really fault anything on the day. I think I the day went so swimmingly well. Yeah. Um, maybe the flies in the outdoor area. 
<laughs> it's like you can't really help flies. So. Oh, flies. Yeah. I thought you meant flyers. <laughs> not <laughs> okay. flyers. No, the flyers? not at all. No, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so in this episode, uh, you know, we want to have a bit of a, I guess, um, we want to share with you guys what we've done. Like in the last episode, we shared what we did to prepare for the keynote. Now that we've yeah. done the event and we've done our keynotes, we want to share what we've done since the event mm. that I feel like could be really tangible takeaways for anyone that might be in similar positions in future. Yeah. So if you're planning an event, if you're attending an event, um, maybe you're preparing for something or you just want to hear us talk about how we went with our event. Mm. But um, we'll start with the pre-event brief. Yeah. So the day before... That's when our US partners came and we sat in the room preparing for the event and let's say they threw a bit of a spanner in the works and just like mm-hmm. changed the agenda on us. Yeah. So <laughs> we actually had agendas printed for everyone there but then we quickly threw them out when we changed the event. Order. So just to like add more context, it's the day before, it's yep. like maybe 3 o'clock, maybe later in the day and we're all kind of gathering to talk about what the summit the day after is going to look like. Mm. Um, and there were some really – great questions and everything yeah. that was done really made sense. Yep. So you want to start by saying that, you know, all the changes we made the day before, there were really important yeah. reasonings behind it and it was ultimately better for the people that attended. Oh, 100%. So it was so much better for the attendees. But, yeah, yeah. so we had agendas changing, you know, updating the website, sending out text messages just so people don't get yeah. confused about the changes that we're making. Yeah, spot on. Um, with the changes that we did make, so I guess just – for awareness as well, we kind of reevaluated what the order of speakers were yep. and um, looked at who the people in the room are and what would give them the, the most con- yeah the yeah, most the context yeah, yeah. Bob kept saying and I and I I really resonate with that. It's like this event is for our attendees. It's not for us. Yeah. And that that resonates with like that. Sorry, that aligns a lot with when Marcus talks about talking for your audience, love your audience. So yeah. And something that I kept saying on the day as well is that this event is for you guys. This is your event. You get the most out of it. So when we reshuffled the agenda, it made a lot of sense to do what we did, which was to bring the education piece of what they ask you answer is up front, open the day with a really strong keynote like Marcus, and then move into the more tactical items of the day. So it made 100% total sense, but it's a last minute change to what we had prepared. So like Linda said, emails, messages, agendas. I emceed the day, so I had to kind of rejig the way that I was ordering things. But yeah, uh, nonetheless, which shouldn't be understated as well, because yeah. in the last podcast we spoke about rehearsing and role playing, and mm-hmm. we did a lot of that because we wanted to make sure that we turned up. Yeah, but it does mean that that last minute flexibility yep. it's it's harder to cop on the chin. It, but you did it, yeah, and you did it amazingly, oh, might I add. <laughs> but like. That rehearsing element yep. means that those last minute changes, it does go, okay, like yeah. I've been practicing this thing now and I've got to be able to shift and change. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that comes with um, you know, the the performative nature of being a speaker. Yeah. And that yes, you have your script that you've rehearsed and you know when to stop and speak louder and all that type of stuff. But then you also need to know how to think on your feet, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like working at an agency. <laughs> yeah. It's just you need to know how to handle shit being thrown at you. Yeah. That's literally all it was. And yeah. Was. And I think even with that stuff, it went really, really well. Um, the morning of the event, I think one thing that I really liked that we did and we'll definitely do every single event later and I would encourage anyone running events to do this is like a pre-event briefing. Yeah. So this is where we all gathered about half an hour before the doors opened. The whole the Red Pandas team and Impact as well, we all gathered. Yep, any other um, 
like contractors that we had for the day as well. Anyone wearing red pandas as a logo mm-hmm. on them was involved in this conversation and it was essentially getting everyone onto the same page. Yeah. What are we here for today? What is the goal out of today? Who are we trying to speak to? What feeling do we want to bring to them? Um, you know, how you should be behaving on the day. And like when I say yeah. behaving, I don't mean like, um, you know, we're not at school and you've got to listen. No, just there should be smiles on people's faces. Yeah. If someone looks lost, you should go and talk to them. Like you are here representing the business, yes, but also like this is their event. One thing that I really loved that Marcus did was um, in that pre-event briefing, he told people the type of questions Mm. that they should be asking to attendees. So like you said, getting everyone on the same page, but not everyone maybe has that toolkit or feels empowered or knows what to say when they are going up to attendees and striking a conversation with someone that they don't know. So the fact that Marcus gave examples of, you know, one of the things to say was what's one thing that you took away from, you know, instead of presentation. Yeah. Instead of like, Oh, how you going? Exactly. How you liking the event? Like it's very easy for us to say that. Specific pointed questions and it enabled the team to go, okay, so I, you know, my responsibility today is to make sure I have a smile on my face and talk yeah. to people, but here's the how as well. Yeah. I really, really liked that. Yeah, no, I did as well. Yeah. I found it very easy to strike up conversation with people just because I was emceeing. So it was yeah. like a lot of people ended up coming to me and asking me things. So it was easier. But I do understand, like when we had our post-event debrief, which we'll talk about in a second, Yeah, that gave me a whole other lens because I didn't, I didn't even yeah. think of it from that perspective. And, and how like, other people uh, would be feeling going up to people they don't yeah, know. Yeah I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't think of it like that. I'm like, what do you mean? You just walk up to them, right? But that's different people, different roles, yeah, uh, different expectations as well. So my, I'm in a client-facing role. It makes a lot of sense that I just do that. There's so many compounding things there. It's so like many. making sure that people understand expectations but then also taking into account different people's temperaments and personalities and yep. you know, what they feel comfortable saying. So it's so many things that play into that. And I think it's all these things, Linda, that we consider for the event but then also now we're talking about them in this session, in our post-event debrief that – makes for a great event because we're just so considerate of our audience, of our team, of our partners. Like we think about everyone in those roles and then put the best people in the best roles. Like the, we've talked about this, um, whatever that book is, I can't remember it now, but the one that's like, you put the right person in the right seat of the bus type of thing. Hmm. And it's it's almost the same theory, right? Put the right person in the right seat and you you're going to go to a great destination. And one thing, and we'll keep talking about that later in this podcast, which is that post-event debrief, but I think one thing that we didn't do as well as what we can do next time is we kind of discussed this concept of like having people in assigned roles so they knew exactly what they were doing. But like you say, T, the right people kind of fell into the right seats based on what they were comfortable with. And because we have such a diverse team, everyone kind of found their place Mm. that needed to be bound on the day yeah so everything got taken care of naturally which was really nice of course there are improvements which we spoke about but having the right person on the right team you know like people just found their way yeah which was kind of cool so cool and so amazing to see your team come together and we talk about people stepping up and just doing the job that needs to be done and that's what everyone did in our team yeah yeah and it was yeah it was so heartwarming to see it was yeah so we had that pre-event brief. Marcus gave us a G up. He got us excited. He shared some energy. There was expectation setting. And that was really nice. Oh, I loved it. You know, like nothing brings a team together like one collective goal that you've all been working towards and then on the day and then you create that moment yeah. of g everyone up, 
clapping, smiling, like raising your energy. Transfer of energy amongst people. It really was a cool moment to start the day. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, we're here. Yeah. Like, let's do this. It was extra special, I feel like, because we had Marcus. So for those of you that don't know, Marcus and Bob are the business partners that came down from the States just for the event. And it was, yeah, it was really nice to have them there, be present for us and with us and give us so much of their attention and time. Yeah, yeah. Like, we know that for them – Two days out of their schedule is huge. And we had them for, you know, two whole days, which yeah. was awesome. It was so cool. Yeah. We had Bob Longer as well, actually. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. All right. So the actual event, Linda, the actual mm. event. So, okay, um, music's on, people are coming in, you know, reflection on the actual event. And we've we've spent quite a bit of time already talking about the things, but um, you did incredible Thank you. Like we we were looking at the feedback just before this session, yeah. actually, um, not for the first time because we obviously like reading things about ourselves. <laughs> but um, who doesn't? Yeah, you did incredible. Like I Thanks knew you too. were going to do incredible because we role played in this room, we role played downstairs, we spoke about it multiple times. But like mm. you nailed it. Like beyond, I can't even give you the words. <laughs> how good you did. Maybe a um, little bit jealous that you did better than me. But hey, doesn't it doesn't matter? This is why I think I love working with you because yeah. I know, I know how hard it was for you to get your head into that space. Yep. You were the last um, speaker of the day. You were speaking on I, what I think is a complicated topic. You were speaking, you were trying to make something so complicated, chat GPT, which it is mm. really simple. Yep. You really dumbed it down. You broke it down. Anyone, everyone in that room, the feedback was, uh, what's the word for everyone has the same? It was unanimous. Um, everyone said the same thing. You clearly presented complicated topics. You were engaging. Oh, here I am just like talking up Linda. I love this. But she, what you were, you were incredible. <laughs> and I went and used the, the prompts that you shared on your talk uh, just yesterday and they work. They work so well. So <laughs> love to hear that. Um, you know, I learned, you, you taught me something. Yeah. Um, no, thank you, T. Like so that means a lot coming <laughs> from you, honestly. Like I hope you know that as well. And I think like on the day, you know, I woke up in the morning and I wasn't nervous or anything like that. I was actually feeling really, really good. And then Marcus gets on stage and Mm. he does an incredible job. You get on stage, you do a fucking amazing job. (laughs) And I'm like, that's when I got nervous. Mm. Like I really did because I'm seeing you go, Marcus go, Moby go. And like all of you are at this incredible level. And that's the moment in the day where I was like, I have to elevate here. Like I have to rise. Mm. Like you guys absolutely crushed it. I think for you, T, the energy was like for me mm. what you brought to the day. Like of course you know customer journey mapping inside yeah. and out, right? But like the energy that you brought, you cannot replace. Like as soon as you started talking, whether it was emceeing or your actual keynote, mm. like everyone was smiling. Like yeah. you, just, you just felt it. And that you can't replace. Oh, I think you, you did like an incredible job with that. <laughs> <Where's> the tissues? <laughs> it's so emotional. No, no but really, that. like, I, th- I think the fact that we can look at each other and, and lift each, up, each other up in this way, like, that's why I think as well people had such a great event and we got yeah. such great feedback because we feel this way towards each other. We lift each other up. Yeah, we're a team. You know, in all the best ways. We are truly a high-performing team. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to the episode before this one, go back and listen to it because everything that we talked about in that episode is no word of a truth. It yeah. is all truths. And Linda and I did all of that stuff and the event went exactly the way we wanted it to go. Yeah. And I truly believe that's because 
you did all the things that you needed to. At the end of that episode, there was we both asked each other what's our one thing that we're going to take away from mm. this episode and yours was be authentic to yourself. Yeah. And you were nothing but authentic to yourself. I appreciate that. And I know we've talked about things like don't try and like – don't try and be like me. Don't yeah. try and do the energy thing that I do because that—that's me. That's what I—that's what I bring. Marcus right? actually shared some really great feedback, and it's worth sharing with everyone yeah. because it really is gold. And he was saying that he, you know, he travels around the world presenting. You know, that's what he does. He is a global speaker, and so he comes across a lot of speakers. And one thing he mentioned was that he sees um, oftentimes a lot of speakers that get up on the stage and they try and look intelligent. They try and portray an authoritative, educated person. And because they're so conscious about how they are looking to everyone, it limits their ability to be able to connect with their audience. And And he didn't feel like we brought that. And he sees that from speakers that get paid to speak. And the fact that we were able to overcome that, and I think and that's I because why, if, I think to it's, be honest, no, I know why, Linda. It's because you and you said it last episode. You're being authentic. We all were. Authentic, we were all being yeah. authentic. We weren't trying to be like someone else. We were yeah. being ourselves mm. with world class communication tactics, with um, performative elements. Because you need yeah. we, let's let's be honest. For someone to watch you for forty five minutes talk about Chat GBT, yeah. you had to turn it up. But you found a way to turn it up where you weren't being that like drama queen style type of vibrant personality which is my turn yeah, up yeah yeah but you still captivated the audience for 45 minutes and i i do think yours was obviously marcus's was probably the best one because 100%. he was the, the, he was the featured speaker let's just say <laughs> i don't know you were pretty close. he spoke to the audience yeah. for over an hour and yeah, a half yeah about an hour and a half and i yeah. felt like it went for half an about, hour yeah, like yeah. it was so incredible yeah that's marcus right that's, yeah that's his yeah, gift. yeah 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 after, it was amazing after him linda you are the close second we don't need to go down nah, this you route are. you definitely you know are. i don't enjoy this conversation <laughs> <laughs> no no you definitely are um and i have no doubt in saying that because you just yeah you just captivated everyone and it was a different and it was a different type of energy yeah still a really really good one that's why i think we just work so well yeah. because our energies are so different like yeah, you yeah. did have that like dramatic type oh, like yeah. over the top energy but it's so you hence the bright pink blazer like, yeah i was like this is yeah just, yeah i'm just gonna go down this theme you know if what I mean? you didn't rock up like that i'd be like who are you trying to be yeah see what <laughs> i mean i'm yeah. I, and i feel like maybe this is a this is a different podcast um topic altogether but of you know as I'm getting older mm. I definitely find myself leaning into some of the things that I traditionally would have maybe moved away from yeah right like the bright colors even or, yeah well it's expression yeah, yeah exactly it's an expression of who you are and like I got so many compliments on the day about that bloody blazer really and yeah so almost anyone that knows me that saw me was like oh I love the blazer it's so vibrant Marcus even said he's like it suits you really really well and I was like oh Okay. People keep telling me pink looks good, so and you're here in black. Yeah, but I've got purple fingernails. <laughs> okay. I'm doing some of it. I'm doing some of it. My wardrobe's mainly black. It's yeah, very, it's gonna be hard. Too. I'm gonna have to shift, right? You're gonna have to But also to. I don't always feel like being pink. Like if I wear pink, I feel like I have to I have to rise to that level. Yeah. Whereas if I wear the it's black a special it's occasion. Gray, it is. I yeah. think I'm gonna reserve it for special occasions. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Keep it to black so, and grays. Okay. Reflections. Yes. So back to the event. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm curious. We kind of have touched on this, Mm. not in depth though, but so we obviously got incredible feedback for both of our presentations. But 
what do you think will get you to the next level next time? So let's say next year we're doing the same thing. Yep. Is there something that you would want to work on or do differently to get you to that next stage, yeah. whatever that next stage looks like? I yeah, don't I hear you. So like it's a bit more tactical. There's probably two things in mind. Tactically, yeah. I got a lot of I got a bit of feedback on my slides. Like they were a bit tricky to see. Yeah. So I think I'd be a little bit more strategic with my slides and just make them a bit easier to read. Like mm-hmm. again, thinking about the audience or the attendees, how can I make this the best experience for them? Yeah. And um I I just don't think you can rehearse enough. I think you can rehearse and yeah. until you're blue in the face. Yes. Yeah. And we said that in the last episode. I, I think I probably managed to get through my keynote seven, maybe eight. It would be just under ten, if not ten times mm-hmm. as a rehearsal. Yeah. And I, I think I probably could have done it another ten. Yeah. So I think I, I think more rehearsing. And now that we've got it though, I'm definitely feeling like uh, we should just go and find some seminars to speak at <laughs> people need to hear our greatness 100 percent. i'm actually not joking yeah <laughs> definitely yours because yours is so good uh, <laughs> but yeah that's i think that's probably what Look, it i said be. i said this to you once here i'll say it again if anyone can make customer journey mapping <laughs> enjoyable to listen to it's gonna be you honestly thank you, thank you. Yeah. yes yeah it is a pretty boring topic i got very lucky with a sexy topic you know yeah yeah uh that's why you got it okay <laughs> All right. Same question to you, Linda. What would you do different or better next time? Yeah. So um, I would want to toy with the idea of doing more crowd work okay. or doing a live demo. Ooh, I yeah. saw like I did my research and I, I spent a bit of time like looking at different AI seminars to see what content was delivered, how it was mm. delivered. Um, and there were a lot of demos in it, but it was a bit like, Hit or miss, miss. Yeah, Yeah. because sometimes the internet wouldn't work and sometimes it it would and then you've got that those moments where it kind of stops the audience from being as engaged because they're waiting for you to type and so it kind of lowers the the energy a little bit that way. Your call and response was very good. Your, uh, when I say a a soft drink, what were your props? Oh, okay. That was gold actually. Yeah, right. That was very gold. Yeah. Um, if anyone's listening to this and they want to see how amazing Linda's talk was, <laughs> definitely hit us up on wherever you can hit us up and we'll give you access to it because it was yeah. very good. AM visuals are working on the yeah, recordings yeah. right now, so we'll have them soon. Yes. I yeah. think by the time this podcast drops, we'll definitely have recordings. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, so okay. I was not sure about demos, but let's say, like, it's not AI related and throw demos at the window. I would say more crowd work. like. Okay. Because I we haven't like done this in so yeah. so long, yeah. I wanted to play it a bit more safer and just keep it within my realm of like being controlled this yeah. time. Yeah. But I think next time I would love to go that next step, yeah. and maybe it is getting someone on stage to do a role play mm. where it, it's just more Q and A with the audience. But I would definitely want to introduce that yeah. in the next one. Yeah, okay. But we can't go too long between summits. Otherwise, I'm going back to my yeah. control. So yeah. I think if we do another summit sometime soon or another gig sometime soon, I'd want to do that. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. That sounds fine. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap it up with post-event. Mm. So events, we did the pre-event, we did the actual event, done and dusted. Apart from going home and 
crying in a dark room and then eating pizza, <laughs> which I feel like is Tasha's what I did. Not talking. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I did that as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. We did the, I, I think ate you had, pasta. Yeah, you had pasta. I had pizza. Yeah, I had a carbonara. Um, you? Uh, like all the pizza. Okay. Yeah. Whatever was ordered, I ate it all. Yeah. Because it was a day. I didn't eat much during the day, yeah. to be honest, um, because mm. of. Um, I couldn't get it down. I was trying, no, no. but just so much energy yeah. from the day, it was hard. And like when, you, when you've got too much food in your body, you've got to digest it. That takes up energy. So I was just like, yep. you know what? I'm saving my – I just had like protein bars. And like, oh, okay. Um, I didn't even drink coffee. I had really? one coffee early in the morning and that was it. Yeah, because yeah, okay. I had adrenaline. And oh, I knew that I needed I, if, the coffee. If hit. I had more coffee, I would have just been like, "How many kids give it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just didn't need. I didn't need to do that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so getting home, uh, mm. relaxing, putting my feet up, yep. just turning off because having to be at an event all day long in the bright pink blazer, you can imagine yep. all that energy expenditure. So it was very nice to get home and just chill out. Yeah, I agree. Then the next day we did um, – we facicilitated a post-event debrief. It was like 20 minutes, half an hour, not even. Or maybe it was an I hour. I think it might have been. It was an hour. Longer than that. Yeah, it yeah. was an hour. We had almost everyone. it was just really interesting. went by really, really quick. Yeah. Um, almost everyone in the room, I took notes on it actually, and we did a bit of a um, start-stop-keep session. So we yeah. went around the room and everyone only mentioned one thing. You were only allowed to mention one thing. What would you start, stop, or keep? Yeah. Now we're not going to go through everything in this uh, podcast, no. but what we did was really, really useful. It was really well facilitated. Yeah. Um, Bob, he facilitated the post-event debrief and the way it worked, like Tasha said, but we just kept going around the room until we really exhausted all the start, stop, keeps. Yeah. And we just kept going around and around and around until it naturally came to an end. Yeah. And it was really, really great. It was really quick. Like yeah. you said, Tasha was making notes. Bob would move people along when yes. we needed to be moved along. So a facilitator of this yep. is a really good idea. And then he finished with the what's like one out there crazy thing mm. that you would want to see at another event, like completely out there crazy. And I love how some people were like really serious about it. Like yeah. I, I can't remember. But all I remember is like, like we need a circus juggling act. You said out there. So, you know, some entertainment. Yeah. You know, I don't have to be the only entertainment for the day. <laughs> True. <laughs> anyway. Um, so we good. also did as well um we also did everybody got um a remaining 60 seconds timed yep. and if you didn't get out anything in the start stop keep yeah. you had an opportunity within 60 seconds to get out anything else you needed to when it came to the event yeah. any element of the event and we got it all on the table so that way no one walked away feeling like they had anything else to yeah. say yeah. So what that's given us is obviously a document that shows us what we really liked, didn't like, and what we would do differently next time. So mm. when we go to plan our next one, which will probably be in the next three months, we'll start planning the next one. Yeah. Um, we have a document now of things that we really that did really well and where we know we need to improve, like the name tags, those things, yep. my nightmares. <laughs> um, but that was extremely valuable. And then in terms of – we haven't really touched on it, but in terms of like what's been happening digitally since – um, Mobes and I got inspired by Tony Robbins post going there and he had like a 10 week email challenge. Now we haven't done a 10 week challenge. I think we've done maybe seven. Um, and it's just an email going out each week. That's talking to the topics that we spoke about. Yeah. So attendees got something last week, they're getting something this week and they're getting something next week and they will so on and so forth based off the topics that we spoke about. Mm. So it's just another way to keep people engaged and riding on that um, buzz of the They Ask You Answer Summit. Yeah. And then another thing that like if we're while we're in this post-event like talk, mm. um, 
I think where one thing that I want to take away that I feel like we have to do better at is at the end of an event, yeah. if you're in sales and marketing or you're doing an event to generate sales and marketing, you should have the next thing ready. Yeah. So going into point. this event, we should have had at least the venue and date booked for the next event. So we can ride on the wave, the high wave of everyone mm-hmm. at that event and I think 80% of people loved the event. Yeah. We could have got them then and there to sign up to the next one. Yeah. So that's definitely. where we kind of, I think we missed a bit of an opportunity there. Yeah. But that's okay. You, All you learning. You learn. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's a really good one. I'm glad you mentioned that one. Anything else you want to share for uh, our post event catch up? That was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. It feels like a long time ago now, mm. but it was a really, really good day. Lots You're of listening. learnings. Yeah. You missed it. Awesome. Definitely stay in touch with us for the next one and get to it because it was uh, it was a good day if you guys are interested in recordings do shoot us a email or connect with us on linkedin yep and we'd be really happy to share that with you guys as well thanks linda thanks T. bye for now bye